Big news, friends. Mega has a live show, which we will also live stream. It's going to be at the Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles Saturday, March 16th, and it's a 4 p.m. matinee. We're going to have a lot of amazing guests, so get your tickets now by heading to our website, megathepodcast.com. And if you're a Patreon member, you get a discount. So join us live or virtually on March 16th and get your tickets now. You know the unmistakable sound of opening your freezer door? That little kiss? Well, my freezer makes that kissing noise and I kiss it right back because it's filled with butcher box cuts that have made my life way more convenient. Delivered right to our doorstep, free shipping, always, and curated customized box plans. It saves me money and trips to the grocery store and I can meal plan for weeks at a time and I got leftovers to boot. Eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the planet delivered to your door. ButcherBox is offering mega listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. That's three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free, that's free, in every order for a whole year. That's a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Get a kiss from your freezer and your family and sign up today at butcherbox.com mega and use code mega to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Thanks, ButcherBox. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the MAGAverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good and not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hallie Labonte, welcoming you to Inside Twin Hills, where we're giving our mega church a tiny family feel by introducing you to members of our church staff and community. My friend, they're going to bless your socks off, I promise. What a treat and a treasure. Ooh, yeah. Well, just like Pharaoh had a lot of dreams, I've got a dream of a co-host. Please welcome my friend Gray Haas, everybody. Hey, Hallie. How are you doing? Oh, so good. How about you, my friend? Well, to be honest, I'm having a real challenging week with some of my kids in Climax. Oh, no. What's up? Well, you know, the other day we went out to do a bit of service uh, because, you know, one of the things I've been teaching my kids recently is uh, a great verse from James, you know, faith without works is dead. That's right. And uh, I just you know, wanted to put together a, a few little service things for the community that we could do together. Yeah. So we got a, uh, one of the buses, uh, one of the smaller sprinter vans of about 35 kids, and we decided we were going to go pick up garbage on the highway because, as you know, we've done Adopt a Highway just nearby. You know, Hallie, I've got a young woman. I don't like to use names, but her name is Shasta Armentrout. And Shasta is what I consider a manipulator. Um. And 
manipulation is something that I've really been praying a lot about because especially at this age, kids around Shasta are very impressionable. Mm -hmm. And also she really gets me worked up in a way that I don't like. Mm. So out picking up trash and Shasta the whole time is she's doing things like sizably sighing. Mm. She's doing suppressed support. You know, not really giving her full support to people. She's doing some strategic stalling. I, I would say, hey, Shasta, uh, look over there. I believe there's a, a Doritos uh, rapper. Mm-hmm. And she'd go, oh, you know, I'm not sure. that I think that looks good there, she would oh. say, about the trash on the highway. Come on. She was doing some uh, some sniveling, um, you know, saying, I'm hot. I want water. I'd get a, some water. She would say, I don't like that kind of water. And so I was just getting really um, frustrated, Hallie. So on our way back, we took the kids to Cracker Barrel. Oh, I love a Cracker it, Barrel. It's one of the best. Oh, and, the biscuits and the cornbread. And I took her over behind the jelly beans and I said, hey, Shasta, uh, I need to talk to you for a second. I really feel like you're manipulating me. And if you look to the Bible, you know, I just quoted to uh, Corinthians. I said, you know, love is not rude. Thirteen five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also said in Hosea, I said, they do not cry out to me from their hearts, but wail upon the beds. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I use that one. Mm-hmm. I also said, you know, about all the sort of sighing. I said, you know, in Job, it says, sighing comes to me instead of food. My groans pour out like water. Mm. And I just kind of started, you know, I quoted scripture to her. And then I said, I want you to kneel with me here. I want you to kneel with me by these pegboards. And have a prayer. Hallie, I prayed over her. She wouldn't kneel. I kneeled. And by the end, I just heard crying. And I really thought, you know what? God is starting to move in her heart in a way that is hopefully going to end this manipulative behavior. Mm. And when I looked up, she actually wasn't crying she was laughing and uh it was because she was watching sort of this they they had these little marionettes that are like old time dancing uh bears that are like uh playing a banjo and she was just sort of laughing at this this toy and so i just don't know hallie i just don't know how to break through to to shaster it's a problem with these kids because they're watching YouTube all day and their brains are formed differently than ours because they're digital natives and it's just so hard to get their attention. But it, I bet it's learned behavior. I bet she comes from a long line of manipulators. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think she's got a lot of women in her family and mm. I think that is, you know, she doesn't have a strong uh, father figure in the house. Mm. I guess her dad is uh, in the Merchant Marine, so he's not here a lot. Mm. And. Yeah, I just said, you know what, it, it, she's just one of those kids you just can't break through to. And she, she's having sort of a poisoning effect on oh, a lot no. of the girls around her, you know. Well, it's too bad you couldn't, like, put her in isolation or something until she gets her act together. Well, I did do that. You oh. know, I made her sit in the bathroom on the Sprinter van uh, oh. on the way back just so she couldn't talk to anybody. Well, that's but good. she was texting people on her phone. Oh, well, what are you going to do? How was your week? Oh, it was so good. You know, my husband, Lance Laban, it was his birthday. Oh, that's so great. It I wish was, him a happy birthday for me. I will. 
well, it, and we do the same thing every year because he loves it so well. We went to medieval times for Lance's birthday and it was so fun and you get to cheer for your night and you get to call your server a wench and all that stuff. And we are all lords and ladies. Oh. It's so cool. And my son Day, he was asking, hey, why do Christians talk like they're at medieval times all the time? You what know? do you mean? Well, he was like, well, when you mention God, you know, you say Lord or mm. like great is thy faithfulness, like thy and thou and and uh you know why do we call a deity a, the god of the universe why do we say lord like it's a uh, game of thrones or something you know like lords and ladies and all that he was like is the bible one big shakespeare play or something why does he write why is the bible like shakespeare and all that and i told him you know those are just certain translations but there are new cool translations and there's an instagram one and i ended up getting him one of those thousand dollar instagram bibles oh and great. you know what it's worth every penny if he gets into it that is really cool. Isn't that so cool? I like some of the translations, the newer translation, like the WoW Bible will say, instead of Lord, it'll say like, you're my main G or... Yeah, my bay. Yeah, it'll say bay. It'll say like, uh, I want to ship, I want to ship that relationship with Jesus. That's like so I cool. ship that. That's cool. That's really, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh, they also came up with a, a fun name for God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, which is Gojiho. Uh, which is, you know, like when the when when you ship someone, uh, they put the two names together, like Tom Cat or whatever. That would be cool. Tom, and uh, I'm not sure what Tom Cat was. Anyway, yeah, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. They call Goji Ho. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool. That's great. And you know what? If if the fact that we call God and we, biblical stuff sounds like you're at medieval times with Lord and Thy and Thou and all that stuff, um, then you know what? Call him Abba. That's what I do. Right. When I'm praying, I say, Daddy. I say, Abba. I say, I need you, Daddy. You know, when I'm hurting and all that. That's right. And he's there for me. Because I really value truth, misinformation really, really scares me. And that's why I'm excited to tell you about Conspirituality, a podcast that dismantles new age cults, wellness grifters, and conspiracy mad yogis. At their best, they attack public health efforts in times of crisis, and at their worst, it's like they're recruiting for the fever dream of QAnon. On Conspirituality, you will have a journalist, a cult researcher, and a philosophical skeptic all discussing stories and cult dynamics and helping educate us and using proven science as their guiding light. I really recommend the Jordan Klepper episode talking about creating comedy in the megaverse. Jordan's incredible. And I also really love the medical medium episode. It's really good. And not just because I've had my own weird experiences with mediums. <laughs> From exploring cults to analyzing our cultural and political landscape, the Conspirituality Podcast will help you stay informed against misinformation and resist fear tactics. Find Conspirituality on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. When you listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone, the comedy podcast, you get a belly full of laughs and a head full of real information. Our gallimaufry of expert guests answer questions on stuff adults need to know. I have mold in my dwelling. What do I do? What's gerrymandering? What happens chemically when I fall in love? How do I handle a parent-teacher conference? What are microbes? Listen to Nobody Listens to Paula Poundstone. Solve problems, get laughs.
Well, just like Jacob had a dream at Bethel, we have a dream of a guest for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tara Snook. Hi, I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad to have you here. What a treat and a treasure. Thank you. Tara, it's so nice to see you. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you have uh, found such a special place among our community here at Twin Hills. Well, um, I'm in charge of this group called the Mother Marys, uh-huh. and we're basically serving as like stage moms to our sons and daughters who yeah. are on the drama team. Oh. Yeah. And we just give them the encouragement and the will of the Lord behind their talent to just really go full steam ahead for the precious Jesus Christ and share every ounce that they have been given with the world. That is amazing. <sighs> Tara, I think it's so cool that here you are a stage mom. So you're always here. Your kids are in rehearsals. They're putting up dramas. They're doing weekend services. They're doing the teen program. They're doing stuff in Climax. You know, they're so involved. So you're here all the time. All the time. And then you take the initiative to say, I'm a stage mom. There are all these other stage moms. What if we got together, got a group, we could minister to each other in terms of being more godly stage moms. You're here anyway, right? You just took the initiative. I took the initiative and I just... I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. Oh, oh it's she's okay. getting emotional. I was talking to my friend Marlene, and she um, has a son in the group, and I just saw her pain. Oh, I know her son, Freddie. Uh-huh. And I said, we need to minister to each other. Yes. And we need to encourage each other and teach each other how to encourage and raise the blessed children of the Lord who are sharing their gift. Oh, here's oh. a tissue, darling. Thank you so much. Oh. Oh, that that is really powerful. And you also, you, you've got twin sons, is that right? I've got twin sons, and they're almost of age to start joining the drama team. Oh, so they're not even old enough to do it yet? Not yet, but they're kind of doing things on their own outside to, um, you know, get that groundwork going so that they're just, you know, the stars when they hit it. And I'm just guessing uh, the names on your keychain, uh, Brayden and Caden, are, are those your boys? Um, they are my boys, yes. Oh, Thank Kaden you. and Kaden, that's so cool. So even though they're not in the Passion Players yet, you come to all the rehearsals and productions and everything all through, just you're getting ready for when they are in there, huh? Yeah, and Brandon and Kaden, they just, they sit there with me and I say, you watch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, you write down everything they're doing because you need to know exactly the style they're going for everything Mm -hmm. they bring their little journals and they've they've tatted their journals up with all sorts of wisdom on the Mm -hmm. cover Mm -hmm. and they sit there and they just soak it in and how old are the boys um they're 12 that is so cool now did you know at what point did you know these kids have the gift of acting the moment they came out of me Really? Yeah. In the delivery room. The way that they came out of my canal and they were looking at me and I looked back at them and one of them started crying and we were staring each other in the eyes and it's basically he was saying, Mama, this is my calling. I knew it. Oh, because crying on film and on stage and everything, it's really hard to conjure up and he was just crying right away? Right away, but it wasn't any normal type of crying like oh, I don't know what's going on. I was in this dark, warm place, and all of a sudden now it's cold and stark. It was more of like, I have come to my calling. It was his Oscar-winning moment. Just about. Do you have a picture? I do, yeah. Oh, my (laughs) good. Oh, now, is that all the, that's like the afterbirth on there? Um, This is the afterbirth, but then laying on top of that is um, Braden and Caden. Oh, that is great. And they're both redheads. 
both redheads, which is funny because neither my husband or I are redheads. Oh, really? Yeah. And they've got, and one's sort of crying there and one's laughing. It looks like the, the drama masks. It is. One is very, he's very funny. <laughs> oh, so you've got a comedian and a dramatic one. Yeah. He wants to be like um, uh, Dan Aykroyd. Oh, that's great. Oh. He's hilarious. Well, yeah. well, they really look like you, though. I can see in the eyes. Thank you. They really look like their mama. Thank you. My my prized possession, though, is my daughter. Oh, oh. how old is she? She's 14. And you have to be 13 to be in Passion Players, I believe, because mm-hmm. you got to be in high school. That's right. And so she's been in it for about a year now, and I've just really been mentoring her, and the other moms and the Mother Marys have been mentoring her, and... Uh, we just really have some exercises that are really helping her unleash her talent and, and oh. what God has given her. Now, do you come from a drama background? Were you trained and have you been in plays? And I, You know, I did it in high school and I wanted to move to New York to do it. <gasps> and, um, you know, I just, I mean, that's not a, it's not a responsible life it, for me at the time. And I met my husband. So, you know, I, it just wasn't realistic. Oh, you met your <laughs> husband in high school. We, yeah, we were, um, uh, High school sweethearts. Oh, that's Aww. that's cool. Yeah. And did he not want to move to New York? Oh uh, no, not at all. He owned a, a motel here in town, so he um he was it was a family business, and he he was ready to take that over. Really, mm-hmm. I love that hotel. It's the Nottingham thing. It's the all the Robin Hood themed stuff. Yeah, and you know, often he'll give us a room there. There's there's one room that we use as a rehearsal space. And sometimes I'll just take my daughter there and we have all sorts of costumes and things. And I just tell her, you know, your body is a gift from God and you need to share that and express it. And so I have her try on different outfits that are going to show off what God has given her. Mm. And then I call her father into the hotel room and I say, I want you to see, I want you to see our daughter in all her glory. Seems positive. It is. And she comes out and she unveils herself. And she has on, you know, these silver shorts and a bikini top. And I say, look at what God has blessed us with and look what she gets to share. Oh, that is so cool. It's beautiful. Here's a tissue, love. Thank you. Oh, you really have an incredible ability to turn on the waterworks. That's an acting thing, isn't it? I, you know, I've just been given the gift of emotion. Really? Oh, yes. So, so is this? Uh, are you really feeling a lot of emotions right now, or is this acting? Oh, all the time. Oh, really? All the time, I feel them. And what, what, what makes you feel it? Because you know, something strange is I've only ever really felt a couple of emotions. I'm just not a very emotional person. I think I felt hunger. I felt, um, mad. I mean, I felt a little frustrated. Uh, you're you're scared sometimes. You're worried about your lawsuit with Toad the Wet Sprocket. I wouldn't call that scared, Hallie. I would call that I'm really confident, mm. and I'm not really sure if that's fear. So, uh, yeah, you know, most of the time I'm just feeling energy, you mm. know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm just wondering, what's it like to, to be someone who feels all these different emotions? Because I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, what do they feel like? I don't even know if I can describe that because it's not even me, I don't think. And I've sat with this with with Christ. And, um, he's basically told me that it's him. It's not me. Really? And it's him feeding the Holy spirit through me Mm. to share my emotion with the world and have it be a catalyst for people to experience Mm. who they are and to share it with everybody else. Mm. Now, do you think having all those emotions when you're with your kids, do you, do you ever sort of have to put them 
on a shelf or do you show all these emotions to your kids all the time? I show them to my kids all the time. They need to know. They (sighs) need to feel. And that's what is going to make them stronger actors and performers for God. That is so true. Amazing. That is so true. Now, your husband, Nandy, being from Ghana, is he? he's from Ghana, right? Uh, yeah. I love Nandy because, well, he's so strong. Uh, he's, what is he pushing? Is he seven foot tall? Uh, he's seven one. Wow, seven one. Did he, did he play professional basketball? No, absolutely not. He's, oh. he's terrible, yeah. He has no abilities on the no b-ball No abilities. Court. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's so, a shame because he's so tall. It is a real shame, but you know, um, he's really great at, at grabbing things, at looking down upon everyone else and seeing the grace and glory that God has bestowed upon other people. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. Real gift, now, do the kids ever at school, are people ever like, your dad's from Ghana, you know, because I know now we're just really supposed to be very anti-immigrant, you know, in general. And, um, but he was here early. What was he, because uh, he was here in high, was he an exchange student who just stayed or what? Um, the- yeah, he came at, at the age that my daughter is now he came at 14. Wow. Wow. So when you became high school sweethearts, were people like, you can't be with him. He's from Ghana. Yeah. At at first people were like, that's the devil. Yeah. And and he he bought the motel when he was in high school. Yeah. Well, his parents moved here. The the family moved here because they had that opportunity from Ghana. Um, Someone told them, you know, move here, start a motel. You'll make a lot of money. Right. So that's what they did. They moved here, started a motel. And they made a lot of money. I mean, you know, in in the Midwestern sense. And um, then he he was at my high school, and um, I just remember looking at him, and I was thinking, like, this is a demon spirit that has come for me. This is this is what this is my end. And then he spoke to me, and nothing happened. So I was like, okay, well maybe I was wrong, and I huh. sat with it again. And sat with my emotions and my, you know, crying is usually the one I go to. That's my favorite emotion. And I cried and um, I realized, you know, there's a connection here. Mm -hmm. And we connected that evening in my treehouse. Oh, that is. is, He could fit in the treehouse or was he just standing? He was. He stood there's a hole in the bottom where you climb up and he just stood there. Oh, and his so head you were just up came in into the treehouse. Tree I oh, was sitting okay. Indian style, and he was just standing through it. Right. Standing on the ground with his head through the floor. Uh-huh. Oh, that's so cool. It was, what a beautiful image. Yeah, that's real neat. And now you all live, you and Andy and the kids live in ho- in the hotel. Yeah, we have the rehearsal space, which is directly next to uh, the room that serves as our home. Oh, that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Well, living in a hotel, you must see a cast of characters all the time. All, all the time, but what a gift. Yeah. Right. Oh, because you can like make those characters that you play in drama. Yeah. And I will put on um, shows sometimes or I'll invite people to the rehearsal room to watch my daughter. And, you know, my sons are starting to do it now, too. And they'll watch the shows that they're doing. And we charge about $50 a pop. And sometimes it'll serve as a studio, too. We have some photographers come in. They take pictures of my daughter and she puts on her outfits. They charge us about five, six hundred dollars each time. But, man, she's gotten some beautiful photographs. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, you know, on a cruise ship, there's entertainment every night. So it's really neat that in your hotel, you you offer some entertainment. Absolutely. That's cool. You're going to turn Indianapolis into Branson, Missouri. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's so cool. I just never never thought of, you know, things like that happening at a motel, you know, uh, just going into a room, being able to take photos of these awesome, you know, kids that are in these outfits. I just I think that's such a cool extra perk if you're staying the night somewhere. 
and this is just a, an added benefit. Oh, it's such a benefit. That's so cool. And the kids learn so much about themselves and who they are, and then they look at the pictures, and it's reflected back to them. And I just think, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for these opportunities. Now, when you came in today, you were showing us uh, one of your videos on your phone because you also have a YouTube channel where you do some of your own characters. Yeah, I I will admit I have some uh, character reels that I do. And that's called, if anybody wants to check out the YouTube channel, it is Godmom is uh, your handle. Godmom, and I do, um, as some impressions I do, I do impressions of my um, husband's mom and dad. Oh, that's those cool. are those are huge hits. Yeah, would you mind giving us a taste? Oh, I'd be delighted. <clears throat> okay, she just to give everybody. She's um, getting ready. She's sort of putting her hands up, channeling some uh, energy. Adjusting. We're giving the motel to you guys. The motel is for you guys. No more photographs. No more photographs. Wow. wow. Is that a Ghana accent? Is that Ghanaian? It's Ghanese. Ghanese accent. I could hear. I heard it. I could tell. I was like, wow. What other ones do you do? Um, I, for my son, I started to do Dan Aykroyd. He is so funny. I would he love to a, hear a Dan Aykroyd. Okay. okay. Is it an impression? Okay. Hey, y'all, I got this vodka. And it's made from a skull. God divined this vodka into my body and I put it in this skull and now drink ye all of it. Whoa. That is really cool. Was that from Brown Eyed Girl? Um, no, it was from a vodka commercial he did for his vodka. Oh. oh. Do a lot of people really give you a hard time for being an interracial marriage? You know, I think when we first start dating and stuff and um, there was like protests outside of my wedding, um, after that it kind of calmed down. Protests at your wedding. That's your day. Yeah, it wasn't about us being an interracial couple. It was about abortion, but I still think they were there because we were getting married. Oh, really? And why were they protesting abortion at your marriage? Was it because the location of the wedding? No, it was because I did a YouTube video where I said abortion was wrong. Oh. Oh, is that another one of your characters? No, that's just me. Oh, okay. Oh, so these were pro-choice demonstrators who like abortion? Is that what they're called? Because it's if you're choosing that, it, that's a, it's a pro-choice. No, I think it's pro-abortion, pro-killer. Mm-hmm. I bet Brayden and Caden are going to be tall too. Because you're what five ten, and he's seven one. I'm five eleven. You're five eleven. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that's so funny. Everybody thinks I'm five ten. I'm like, no, I'm 5'11". That right, is so cool. Pretty close, but... That's way off for me. Well, now that you say it, it's totally clear. I see that so clearly now. You're right. You totally look 5'11". Yeah, even when I'm sitting down. It's clear as day. Yeah. Well, you got a long torso. You're a lot more torso than you are legs, aren't you? Yeah, I've been blessed with torso. Oh, that's cool. But bet you can't have a one-piece bathing suit, can you? Oh, it's difficult. I, I sometimes, you know, my mother, she would buy them for me. I'd just cut them in half. You got oh, to. Right. But then the bottoms, you know, they don't have that elasticity, so they're always falling down. Especially when you dive in. They'll just fly right off, come right off your feet at the bottom, and then you're searching the bottom of the deep end for your bottoms. Yeah, a few times I got out, and they weren't there, and my mama just said, it's, the Lord gave it to you. You got it, flaunt it. Uh, and that's what you're saying to your girl. Absolutely. Have you had any challenges when, I mean, you have such this dynamic life. You've got these kids, you're really pushing them to perform. You've also got this husband, he's got this motel that he's got to run. What have been some of the challenges in the relationship? 
I think for me, I'm really trying to share our kids with him more. Oh, do you not know? He's just so work oriented. Okay. And, you know, what a blessing that we live where he works. But, mm-hmm. you know, I sometimes I bring him into the, you know, the rehearsal room and I'm like, just look at her, will you? And he he just won't directly look at our daughter. And I'm like, she is performing for you and she's sharing what we and God gave her and you can't even look at her. Now, do you think that's because he thinks maybe... Because I'm seeing the picture on of your daughter on the other side of the keychain here. She's also got strawberry fire engine red hair. Yeah. Do you think maybe sometimes he's like, well, these kids are just, you know, they they just they've got this red hair. Maybe they just he he can't really see himself in the kids. Do you think that could be a reason? I don't know. I've I've never thought about that to be quite honest. Because I think you know. My daughter has his personality. She's a real go-getter. Right. So that's in there. And I think maybe they just got like oddly my looks with some different hair. And I think their hair is an expression of God because they just have this burning desire to be who they are. Right. What would, what would your ultimate goal be for them? My ultimate goal would be, uh, I'd say Christian movies. Really? Stuff like that. Yes. Um, yeah, you know, Kirk Cameron. Amazing. If my daughter married him, oh, oh, if my daughter married him, you know what? She could too, because by the time she's twenty, he'll be 60. 60, 65. and you know, with guys, it still works. You know, like women have a window, fellas don't. You know, and that's how they did it back in like the fourteen, sixteen hundreds. You know, when the church started. Yep. And, you know, he would be such a good provider because he's got all that growing pains money. Uh, mm-hmm. And and he's done so many. The, the, the Left Behind movies, so powerful and important. So powerful. He's so Fireproof. Good. Yes. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So good. You know, I actually have a piece of his hair. Stop it. There was uh, something he was doing probably, gosh, this was 15, 20 years ago. I was still in Australia, and he was raising money to save Christians who were living in Los Angeles at the time and move them to places that were uh, more positive. Mm -hmm. And to raise money, he would, uh, if you sent $25 in the mail, he would send you a piece of his hair, and it was with a little satin bow, and I still have it to this day. I would love to smell that lock of hair. It, you know, it smells amazing. It oh. smells exactly Pert uh, Plus, if you remember that. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. I love the fragrance of Pert Plus. It re- I mean, you can really still smell the plus. Uh, and he sent that in it for every lock of, for every $25, they extracted one Christian out of Beverly Hills. Wow. wow. Yeah. That, now that is powerful. It was such a, it was such a cool, it, you know, they had to stop it after about, I think after the first 10 or so, because then his agents wouldn't let him cut his hair. It was a contractual thing. I hope he's not living in Hollywood now, because I think those earthquakes and everything, that's kind of God's way of... He, God may have to clean house because of the wickedness out there, you know? I think he's living in the central, what, what they call the Christian Christian Hollywood, uh, which is oh. Bakersfield. Oh, that's cool. Do you um, happen to have the return address from when that was sent to you? I, I probably do in what we call uh, in Australia the memory hole. 
and uh, the memory hole is just a hole that you put in your backyard. You line it with a bit of plastic, mm. and then you put your memories in there. You cover it with earth. And since we don't have a yard at my condominium complex, I just uh, I just cut a hole in the the wall of my uh, crawl space, and so I do keep all my memories there in the memory hole. So funny. That's actually how I refer to my birthing canal. Oh, as your memory hole. I mean, my best <gasps> memories have come from there. Oh, and they're still growing. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Do you think you'll have any more? I mean, you could make a whole ensemble cast of characters and players. You know, I feel like my hands are full with the ones I have right now, and I'm mm-hmm. so devoted. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I would love to send, you know, my daughter's comp card and headshots to that return address if you can find it. Absolutely. Oh, that's yeah. a good idea. Are you able to have more children? You know, I'm 42 and I haven't thought about it, but I know some people like, didn't Janet Jackson have one at 45 or something like that? Oh, it that? was something like 55. Her memory hole 55. was still providing. Yeah. I'm sure my whole remembers, you know, uh-huh. how it all happened. So I'm sure uh-huh. I could. Now, just think if you're this busy as a stage mom now and your kids aren't even on stage or screen yet, imagine once they start the drama and the rehearsals and the dress rehearsals and tech week and all that, you are going to be ready. You're going to be busy. Yeah. But you're going to be ready. Yeah. You know, we got our fingers crossed for a deal with Netflix for a, a Christian, uh, you know, out, outbreak thing on, on there so we can oh. we can feed the souls of those who, who binge on Netflix. You know what? Make it a Christmas one because they'll put up anything at Christmas. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Just give it a good name. Make your daughter look beautiful. I just feel like every time I see your daughter, Jen, she is... Her makeup, she can do her makeup better than me, and I've been doing it for decades. Well, that's because I do her makeup. You oh, do? Really? Every day? Every day. The foundation is perfect. Do you use an airbrush foundation? No, I just use my thumb and I blow on it. Oh, that is... I mean, how old is Jen? 14. She doesn't look a day over eight because I can tell you're really using like one of those luminescent powders. Yes, I use multiple ones actually. So mm. if she were to wash her face, mm-hmm. it would be a completely different skin tone. I wouldn't even recognize her, I bet. Probably not. What you're doing with her eyebrows, you know, really filling them in and what you're doing with her eyebrows is gorgeous, really making them dramatic and dark. Yeah, I think the contrast of red hair and a black brow is mm-hmm. just beautiful Mm -hmm. you know i do remember her because she's such she's so striking i remember at fall festival uh this was about a year ago when we were doing apple bobbing and you could really tell when after she had bobbed for an apple because so the water had turned this like amazing almost like a reddish gold color wow and i thought oh that's coming off her face wow um but she still she looked lovely yeah, well, I bless all of her makeup, too. I say prayers over it, and I say, you know, dear Lord Jesus, Savior Christ, you know, bless this makeup and allow it to just expand her beauty and share it with the world. And whoever touches her face or any of this makeup or sees it with their eyes, allow them to be, allow them to be oh, blessed, too. Here's I think a she's tissue. crying. Here's a tissue. Tom. Thank you so much. Oh, but she's smiling. These are happy tears. They are wonderful tears. Oh. And they're the best kind, you know. Sometimes you can just cry them into a cup and drink it back because this is the Lord's way of blessing you. Do you do that? Sometimes, yeah. Is it salty? Um, a little bit, yeah, but, um, you know, you don't get a full cup, so you just fill the rest up with some um, Polar Springs water or something like it's that. It's probably smart that you do that because crying so much you could be dehydrated. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, I did notice you have a medical bracelet on your wrist. Mm -hmm. I just was curious. What is that? You know, it's not what anyone thinks it is. Oh, really? What do most people think it is? Most people think that, oh, there's something wrong. Oh. Something happened. Yeah, she's diabetic or has rabies. And something did happen about 10 years ago, but it was, you know, I just had like a sprained wrist. But I wear it because oftentimes I need to get my daughter to like quick things Mm -hmm. and I'll have to park in a handicapped Mm -hmm. spot or like, Mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to tell me, oh, she can't get in here. She can't do this. And I flash that bracelet and I say, you know what? I only have two months. Or I, and I need, I want to see my daughter do this. Right. And, and as soon as they see that bracelet, you know, they realize I'm a victim and I'm, they feel sorry and they're like, okay. And that's just God's way of helping me. Wow. That, that, I mean, I, you know, you hear these stories where you've just, when it comes to the business of entertainment, you just can't take no for an answer. Mm -mm. So you really have to do whatever you need to do to get your daughter in front of these people. And by these people, I mean, you know, the people here at the church or where where, does she audition in Indianapolis as well? All around. Yeah. For like ads, commercials, all that kind of stuff. However, we can bring God's message. Has she booked anything? Uh, She's gotten close. She's had about five callbacks recently. Oh, awesome. Mm. Yeah. And I've heard that, you know, the callbacks are actually more important than actually booking the job because that's telling that you're doing good. Is that right? Mm -hmm. That's cool. Well, congrats. Thank you. Oh, that's so cool. Five callbacks. That is great. That is affirmation. I mean, I guess she's living the dream. Yeah. Wow. Now, how are you going to have your kids in the entertainment industry and keep them focused on God because it can become so, so full of sin and temptation, can't it? Well, that's where this group comes in. Okay. And it's a cluster of mothers Mm -hmm. and we just keep each other strong and we don't, we, if we lost sight of it, then they would lose sight of it. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It it trickles down. It's a trickle down effect. Mm -hmm. So when we keep each other strong through this group, then we're able to keep our daughters and our sons strong for God as well. So it's sort of an accountability thing. Oh, absolutely. And stage moms, I feel like there's such an esteem there. Stage moms are so respected as like, wow, those are women who have recognized the talent in their child and have been gleaning, you know, kind of like sharpening them in their giftedness and are willing to do whatever it takes to help them achieve their goals. I mean, it's such a well-respected group. And I mean, you just bring such a dignity to it. Thank you. You know, all the mothers, we have a biblical name and along with our own names in the group and since I was like the forefather of it and I started I'm called Abraham because I don't get paid for this Mm -hmm. and I've sacrificed almost everything for my daughter and my sons so you know and Abraham almost sacrificed Isaac right so they just considered me to be that tribe leader and the, the sacrificial lamb Wow. That is awesome. So you call each other by your biblical names biblical within names. the groups. Yes, and I'm the only one who has a male name. Everyone else is female. There's Esther. Um, there's two Esthers, actually. Oh, really? Well, yeah. it's good because you're the leader, so you'd have yeah. to kind of be a male persona, right? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is so cool. And yeah. if you had any advice for people that are mm-hmm. thinking about getting the kids into the business, mm-hmm. what would you say? I'd say, number one, pray. Okay. Mm-hmm. Always a good advice. Mm -hmm. And I think you need to sit in nature and just sit with God and say, tell me the three assets 
that my child has that needs to be shown to the world the Mm. most. Okay. And for my daughter, that was number one, her body. Number two, her singing. Mm -hmm. And number three, her emotional abilities that I've given to her. So she can turn it on too and have these Oscar winning moments. Right. Mm -hmm. I can tell. I think I remember actually at Fall Festival, she could not stop crying. In fact, she's up for one of those awards for the drama team. Uh, Two, actually, uh, two Magdalens she's been um, nominated for. Oh, really? Wow. Oh, that's kind of like uh, the Little Twin Hills uh, acting ceremony they do that's like the Oscars. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's very elite. Oh, just being nominated for a Magdalene is the same. I mean, you'll even see it'll be like Emma Thompson, uh, Oscar nominee. It's still a title. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That and awesome. Shailene Woodley, you know um, that the other branch of this church, Shailene went to it and she won a Magdalene. So it's real deal. Oh yeah. Shailene goes to Hillsong where Justin Bieber goes and Chris Pratt and all those wonderful Christians out there shining a light in the darkness. Wow. Wow. You may end up in Hollywood. You know what? You may. Fingers crossed. You know, I think that's, you know, where my husband and I are struggling because he has to run this motel and I'm like, well, maybe we need to take this a step further. If you do get out there, speaking of fingers crossed, you got that cross too, right there that you're holding in your purse. Yeah, and you might have to pull that out a lot in L.A. Yeah, because well, I have some help because um, one of my good friends from high school lives out there. Mm. Yeah, he he's his name's Eric. Um, he's Irish, and uh, <clears throat> he lives out there. And he's been emailing me saying, you know, if your kids ever want to come out, you can come live with me. Oh, he's wow, got a, a whole house offer. to himself. Wow, that's you awesome. Could, it might be nice to skip the winter. Yeah, and we were real close during high school and college. So oh, that's so cool. It's really nice of him. Well, maybe take him up on it because if you believe in your children's giftedness, you got to put them in the spot where they can really, you know, shine. Just like Joseph filled the grain towers, you filled our mailbag with letters. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Dear Twin Hillers, my daughter has spent the summer working on her campaign to run for student office in the fall. That's cool. And though I am happy she is driven and responsible, I worry that if I let her continue like this, she could end up like these ex-bartenders who are trying to take over Congress and turn our legislative branch into a free-for-all with Green New Deals and foul language. What should I do? Sincerely, Concerned Mom. This is a good question because politics, you know, a little girl getting into politics, it's kind of like... I wish I could just steer you in another direction, like acting and something that's really going to keep her safe, like acting, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You know, th- something highly that I think might be uh, helpful to this woman is to show her a bit of a slideshow. Mm. Just go online and put in politician. And then I want to, I would say, show her the first, I don't know, two, 300 images that come up. And I would almost yeah. bet they're all men. They're going to be old white men, and that is not her. And that's not her. And so hopefully she can't see herself in that Google search, Mm -hmm. and so hopefully she won't see herself in the future doing something like that. That's right. Politics is not necessarily a bad thing, and you could probably say, hey, maybe if you're into things like issues, there are a lot of issues that you can tackle in as a teacher, as a nurse, as a a secretary, that you're going to be able to discuss but not necessarily with the negative impact that she might have as person in office Mm -hmm. 
That's true. The other thing you could do is at the next election, you could take her and make her stay. You know how when a kid is smoking cigarettes, you have to make him eat the whole pack? Right. We tried that with Brandy. It didn't really work. That's right. You know, I say take her to your local polling place on a voting day and show her what an extreme bore it is. And she'll move on to something else. You know, take her to a pool party and then to a polling place and be like, what are you interested in pursuing? You know what I mean? Also, if she's going to do the school election or whatever, let her do it. She'll probably lose. And then you can use that as a life lesson of how to be a good loser. Tara Snook was played by Sarah Shook. Follow her podcast called I'm Shook. And you can also follow her at I'm Shook 555, where you can also see her short film, Iris. I'm Holly Laurent playing Hallie LeBont, and Gray Haas is played by Greg Hess. Our incredible producer is Ryan Countshouse. Follow us on your favorite form of social media and send a letter to our mailbag at megathepodcast at gmail. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And if you like the podcast, please support us on Patreon.